Okay, so Shannon and I were just talking. Welcome to our podcast. Wait, let me start there. Welcome to our podcast. Hi, everybody. This is PS We Have Orders. Uh, Shannon and I were just talking. One thing led to another. We were talking about stupid things that we believed as a child, and I just confessed to her that for a majority of my childhood, I genuinely believed that there were gnomes that lived inside of streetlights, and if you were stuck at a red light for too long, it was because they were sleeping. Yeah, I found that was that was way too cute as she said it because you know you it seemed like you had a very innocent childhood, so it's kind of fun to poke at these things in our late twenties and be like, my God, we were gullible children back then. We yeah. were still so innocent before it's the world even, destroyed like, us. Gullible? Nobody told me that. I just decided that one day. I don't. I don't know why. Maybe you're creative. I I was creative. I mean, remember back in the day, like kids nowadays, these kids these days. Like, when you went along car ride, they have, like, iPads and movies. No, I had a coloring book, which I would do until I puked because car sickness. And then I'd look out the window. I I remember watching out the window a lot. I remember listening to music because my mom loved music. She'd always talk about, like, we'd always listen to, like, I don't know, like kind of, like, the same couple artists mm-hmm. that now, if I listen to, I immediately think of my mom. Yeah. I grew up listening to Pink, a little bit of Sheryl Crow, depending on if she was in the mood for her. And she definitely, she definitely gave me my love for uh, Matchbox 20. Yeah, no, my mom listened to NPR in the car, so uh, a little bit of a different situation. Although then, oh, like... CDs for days. Well, then I was, like, 19, I started listening to NPR, and I was like, what is happening? So, and now I just listen to podcasts. And I think that if my mom knew what a podcast was, she would also like podcasts. Um... But I don't think she, she's not one of those cool tech savvy moms. (laughs) So I don't think she'll ever know. So I don't know if anyone else has noticed, we are dropping an additional episode as our way of saying happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, mother. Even though neither, neither Perry and I are traditional parents, should say, but um, we, I guess we just wanted to talk about just like, I don't know, the crazy things we did as kids and I guess how much we love our moms and. I, I'm definitely a uh, mom, mama's girl. Yeah, yeah. Is that's that okay. Say that? Yeah, yeah. Mom's girl. Because I'm a lot closer to her. I mean, probably talk to her weekly, and it's always fun looking back on the weird things that like our parents told us, or like the weird things that like we picked up from our moms, oh, yeah. or good and bad. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, um, yeah. So Shannon, let's start by just appreciating your mom. Like, tell the world a little bit about her. I know she is an amazing, strong woman. All right. Let me think of the best way to put her. She. <laughs> is extremely strong very strong personality yes from new york right yes long island new york so oh, she's a whole other new kind york, of crazy because <laughs> <laughs> anyone who's from new york knows that like you have like your upstate uh-huh. you have your city uh-huh. and then you have like long island and like that's a they're just all different kinds of walks of life from that and it's just kind of crazy because I always joke with people I'm like yeah no i was raised by a really strong by a really strong woman but like you know she's nuts I'm the only one who's allowed to call her crazy. I'm just going to put that out there. No one else is allowed to call her crazy. And I have a lot of respect for her because she raised me and my brother who is autistic. I don't want to say single-handedly, but basically by herself. <laughs> and I have a lot of stories just growing up thinking, oh, yeah, that was really cool. And then I tell my mom, I'm like, yeah, I remember this. And she's like, oh, yeah, that was the year we had, like, $5 to do Thanksgiving, you know? Mm-hmm. I guess now I just look back and I'm like, I have 
I wouldn't know what to do without her. I would be lost. I mean, I have stories for days of the weird things I had to call my mom, like, Mom, what about this? And she's like, really? Are you really calling me about this? You could just Google it. Leave me alone. <laughs> so, funny. Perry, I feel like the little bits I know about your mom is that she's this very sweet and she's a writer. So, like, what am I missing on? Um, so, yeah, so she was born and raised in Rhode Island, so not as quirky as your mom is. Not as loud? Yeah, she's, yeah, not as loud. She's very quiet. I think I mentioned in the past, like, my parents, they met in college, and they're both kind of, like, these, like, more quiet, nerdy types. But, uh, yes, she's a writer now, and she does, um, she has a series of historical fiction books, which has always been, like, her thing. Um, she loves history and all that good stuff. But, yeah, so she had me really late in life. She was almost 38 by the time I was born. So Wow. I didn't know that she was that old. My mom was late 20s when she had me. Yeah. And she's very sweet. She, I think she likes me. Um, but she's amazing. My, when I was not even two years old, my dad had a traumatic brain injury and he was like in a coma and like they didn't think he was going to make it. And my mom had, you know, like a seven-year-old and like a one-year-old. And I mean, she stayed with him through all of that, like relearning how to talk, relearning how to walk, um, through like trying to get employment again, going back to school, losing his employment because of his brain injury. I mean, we were literally homeless for a while and we were on food stamps and like, I don't know how she got by. She said she lost like 25 pounds in one year because there just wasn't enough to go around for everybody. Yeah, we dealt with something very similar like that. She stepped in a role she didn't want. And she didn't ask for, and nobody really appreciated, but I told her when I was, like, 16, I was like, you know I never knew we were poor. I hadn't, like, yeah, I knew we were moving, but I was six. Like, I just, I was on, I was going on adventures. I always had a birthday party, and I always had one or two presents at Christmas, so. Yeah, she's just, she is quietly fierce, and I think I just really appreciate that about her. Yeah, I remember, um, because my mom was a single mom for many, many years, and I remember, this is something actually she brought up to me, because we were talking about just, like, random things like that. And she's like, yeah, I remember one day you asked me, she's like, Mom, why do we eat potatoes all the time? Are, are potatoes your favorite food? And she's like, I didn't know how to answer you back besides saying yes, because she's like, that's all I could afford to eat. Mm-hmm. Well, making sure that you and your brother had proper meals, because she's like, I was willing to go without to make sure my children ate right. well-rounded meals. Right. So I, I definitely understand that. You don't realize how low of an income you had in your house until you were much much older looking back going huh that makes sense yeah (laughs) all right so what's like a fun story you remember specifically about your mother growing up oh geez um I think probably like my mom I remember growing up and my mom would always garden Mm because like I said we lived in duplex Mm -hmm. so I guess no a multifamily house as we lived in and I remember a lot of the times we would have along the house extremely tall sunflowers and I loved them like taller than me sunflowers and I remember always looking up at them and just thinking how gorgeous they were against the blue house Mm -hmm. and around the back my mom would have a garden which I did not pick up those green thumb skills I have a cactus that I've been doing my best to keep alive for the last two years I just killed a succulent this week I get it (laughs) I remember one year my mom made so she grew so many tomatoes that she was giving them away in bucketfuls to our neighbors a lot of people around us, I think, were in very similar positions with, like, mm-hmm. finances. So it kind of turned into everyone, like, swapping off things from their garden. I think one year we got, like, cucumbers from somebody or zucchinis. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just one of those things. For me, like, I don't really have any, like, specifically, like, super fun memories. I'm sure my mother would kill me for saying that. I'm sure we did fun things. But 
a nice, like, heartwarming memory. My mom homeschooled me, so we did things a little differently. And since she Bless was like, her heart for that. Like, she asked me, she's like, if you have kids, are you going to homeschool them? I'm like, ah, no. God, no. I don't think no, I could no, no, no. I don't think I could either. I'm not that person. You are that person. I am not that person. And uh, big history nerd. And she loved, like, all kinds of history books and historical fiction and everything. So she just made me, like, this bomb uh, history curriculum every single year. And within, she somehow found, like, coloring books of all the fashion of the time that we were covering. So, like, when we did the Renaissance, I had, like, this Renaissance coloring book. And she would literally just read, like, my history books to me and then any, like, additional reading. Basically, of like, historical yeah. fiction. So, like, we had, like, our big boring textbook and then our fun books. No, that's really cool. Considering yeah. that, like, back that time frame, Amazon wasn't so big. So, you couldn't just go on oh, Amazon yeah. or go on Google, like, looking for fashion icon coloring books right. from the 1930s. Yeah. Like, yeah, it clearly was, she she had the hookup somewhere. She had the hookup somewhere. Like, that being said, there was no Amazon. So even my curriculum, she would, like, go through magazine after magazine and, like, circle serial numbers and, like, order these books through, like, wow. different people. Yeah. And it was, I just she, remember just coloring in my chair. I have, like, a little coloring kit that I still have to this day. It's in my closet. And just her reading to me and me coloring. Like, if I looked at those books, I could probably tell you what we were, like, learning about. Because I'm, like, a... I have to keep busy when I learn. So it's just a nice memory of, like, quality time with my mom. So that's my contribution. Yeah, I mean, she sounds amazing. I mean, it's really interesting because, like, even though we're super close, but because of the joys of the military, we've actually, we never met, we've actually, neither one of us have formally met each other's parents. And um, I was really sick last year, obviously, you know, it was Mm -hmm. a really traumatic time for everyone who's in my little inner circle. And one of the things I got when I got home was the sweetest letter from Perry's mom. Remind you, I've never met Perry's mom. Yeah. She just only knows me from the various... Stories. I I have no idea what stories you've told her. (laughs) But I'm reading this, and I was crying like a baby the entire time because it was this most thoughtful, written letter from a woman I've never met. But the way she wrote it, you could tell there was some real, like... She wasn't writing it just to write it. It was, mind you, it was on notebook paper. Yeah. It wasn't typed. It was handwritten. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting, I'm actually getting shivers right now thinking about it. I still have this letter, by the way, Oh, Carrie. I love that. <laughs> I don't know. It was just one of those things. Like, that is my impression of your mom, is this yeah. lady that is just this soulful, sweet, I want to hug her. I think the first thing I, when I see her, I just want to give her the world's biggest hug and tell her thank you for raising such a crazy kid. A.K.A. my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> she might be like, she could have been better. But, you know, it's fine. <laughs> uh, I could have done this better, but it's, I, I guess she's okay. Like, she's she's like exactly a six out of ten kid. She's what we're planning, but yeah, it's okay. <laughs> you know, as long as you live past 20, that's, when, that's what's important, right? You know, she didn't, yeah. raise a, she didn't raise a psychopath. I'm pretty sure, you know what, now that I think about it, I don't know if it was my mother that said this. Or Will's mother that said this. I think it was actually Will's mother, but she's my mom too, so we can talk about it. I remember after we got married, it was probably like the first time we came back after we got married. And of course, they're talking about kids because that's all parents ever talk about after you get married. Yes. Kids. yes. And she was like, Oh. And I'm like, Yes. She's like, I did it. I'm like, I don't know what that means. She's like, My child didn't have like, you know, a, a mistake baby. He's 
married now. If you guys have a baby, that's fine. Oh my god. <laughs> Which I was like, I didn't realize that's the goal, but like, congratulations. I mean, like, I feel like a lot of people worry about, like, I don't know, like, for me, I think my biggest worry, if we were to ever have kids, is um, no teen pregnancies. So uh-huh. I can see that. I mean, I wouldn't, like, disown my child, but I wouldn't be happy about right. it. Right. And I know that's definitely one thing, like, my mom was happy about. I didn't pop up pregnant in high school. Yeah. Oh, boy. But. So, like, what are some of the things that you see, like, a, like about your mom that you see in yourself? Right off the bat, I can, well, first of all, I speak to my husband like she spoke to my father, which is really interesting. Like, I will say the exact same words because, you know, men, how they can't ever find anything and they misplace stuff all the time. If she's cleaning, she'll be like, Wayne. I am taking your wallet and I am putting it on this counter. So tomorrow morning when you can't find it, this is where it is. And like, I do that now. So like literally verbatim, I will do that with William. Um, I love like, that. I love a, that for you. Thank you. But as like a personality trait, like I am very organized and she's very organized, um, which is good. The problem is, is that we both get stressed out when things aren't organized. So like I'm a little crazy sometimes yeah and I get get that that from my mom a hundred percent I could definitely see that what about you well I definitely picked up the loud aspect that's for sure we're both loud like it doesn't matter good happy mad sad we're just loud Mm -hmm. in general um I probably have to say cooking like one thing that my mom showed me at a very young age because like we've talked about due to income like my mom showed me how to cook she taught me basic skills of that like, you know, my mom taught me how to make from scratch red sauce. Oh, yeah. You know, like, those are the things that my mom taught me. Well, obviously, you had all those tomatoes you had to get through, so clearly exactly. you had you to make somehow. tomato sauce. <laughs> so, some are the, what are some of the weird things that your mom had you believing as a child? Because I have some fun stories. Well, why don't you go first? Because I, I don't really have any fun stories. So, you go first, and I'll think about it. All right. Well... This is going to be one that I bet you anyone who knows me is going to laugh if I haven't told this story. They're probably going to think I'm really stupid and gullible. Around Halloween, especially where we grew up, we lived in like a cul-de-sac and then you had to go down one road to get out of the cul-de-sac. It wasn't a one way, but it was just, it's a, it's the way the, the way the trees pull over kind of makes like a tunnel. And every single year the kids would go and teepee the daylights out of it. Like it would literally become a teepee tunnel around for like mischief night. But when I was really young, I didn't understand why there's toilet paper on the trees i'd be like mom why did why did people do this this is oh this is so weird and my mom turned around and told me well remind you this is also the time frame that the commercials for the um what is that brand of toilet paper with the, with the bear Charmin had the commercials with the bears using toilet paper so my mom turned around and said well honey they put up the toilet paper for the for the bears you know the commercial you watch it and i'm like oh it's for the bears like young me oh it's for the bears and that's why, over time, the toilet paper would disappear. Not because it's biodegradable. And <laughs> young me didn't understand biodegradable. She would be like, yeah, that's why the toilet paper goes away over time. Because the bears come out at night and they take it down for themselves and they, they stash it in their oh cave for, you know, for winter. Gosh. Remind you, I believed this for probably quite some time to 1.1 year. We had a huge tree in our front yard that we shared with our landlord. And one year, I think I asked my mom, like, I want to put toilet paper on the tree for the bears. I want to help the bears because, you know, we're an animal-loving house. So my stepfather went out and helped me because I'm short and little and have no strength in my arms to throw things. Yeah. He, help, he helped me teepee the tree 
And I think at one point a cop went around and like pulled like pulled him. He's like, "Why are you teeping? Why you know?" And we, my parents, literally had to go and explain to the cop that this is our house and we're teeping our own house. And <laughs> it was really funny because I'm pretty sure I even said, "I'm like it's for the bears." Like little old me, like it's for the bears. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's funny. Um, so I don't think my mom ever, like, told me anything like that. I didn't grow up believing in Santa or the Tooth Fairy. What? They, they didn't? But, uh, I guess one thing that I had to relearn as an adult, much like Shannon had to relearn that bears don't take teepee trees, is, like, how to pronounce things, specifically state names, because my dad is from the woods of Maine and my mom is from the coast of Rhode Island. So I have no ability to pronounce R's at the right time. Like, that's just really out. It's like this, it's like a hick Boston accent almost. I sound better now because I moved around a lot as an adult. But when I was in college and one of my friends was from Oregon, 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 Oregon. 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 And I said it Oregon because that's just how I learned it. And she was like, what are you saying? So I had to have that. I looked at you like you're stupid. Or like Florida instead of Florida. Oh, that's that's an interesting one. Instead of orange. And I have a specific memory. I was young, like learning how to like write and spell and stuff. And I would write what I knew. And then I'd go to my mom and I'd ask for help if I didn't know the word, like all kids do. And I go, Mom, how do you spell Minas? And she says, what? And I said, Mom, Minas. And she's just looking at me like, like minors? I'm like, no, not minors, Minas. And she's, do you know what I'm trying to say, Shannon, as a New Englander? Minas? No, I'm trying to say might as, like I might as well do that. Oh my god! But I just, but everyone else, I mind as well. <laughs> um. So Perry. Yes. With Mother's Day around the corner. Yes. Or I should say, we're dropping this on Mother's Day. Uh-huh. What are some of the gifts that you do for your mom? Because I know I called you a while ago going, hey, my mom's birthday is in a couple days. I have no idea what to give her because she literally just kind of was like, I don't know. Give me whatever. I don't need anything because right. she refuses to tell me anything because like, she doesn't want, well, like she doesn't want money spent on her. She yeah. doesn't want anything for her. She- so I know that um, like Shutterfly picture canvas is great. Um, I, Shannon, you, I, I taught you about that website, right? I think, yeah, one? you did. Yeah. I know it's actually something that my mother-in-law uses a lot. Shannon, I know you said you like sending edible arrangements. Yes. I actually just sent one for my mom's birthday. Because my mom, love this, my mom's birthday is in April. Mm-hmm. And then Mother's Day is right there. Of course. So for her for her birthday, I sent her a edible arrangement. And remind you, with edible arrangements, I was able to literally buy it on her birthday. Because Japan is how many hours ahead. Right. Ship it to her. No extra cost because I did same day shipping, mm-hmm. and I think shipping was only like ten dollars. So I was able to get it to her on her birthday. And another thing I got for her, which was probably like more of like electronic gift, mm-hmm. is a Fitbit because my mom had one like an old, old, old one that was like I, I don't even know what era that's from. So I sent her the newest one so that she can kind of like you know track her stuff and. Uh, she every time we've gone back, she's always like, "Oh, you guys have matching Fitbits," or "Oh, you have your Fitbit." Like she always comments. Yeah, so you know she's thinking about it. Yes. Yes. So that's why I sent her one. Yes. 
Yeah, and, like, for my mother-in-law, she is much more techie than my mom is. So, like, there was one year we got her, you know, an, a new iPad. And then, you know, for, Ooh. like, her birthday, she got the iPad. And then for Christmas, she got the accessories. Or she got a new iPhone for Christmas. And then for Mother's Day, she got, like, the stylus and stuff like that. So, we like yeah. to, you know, or she gets the Apple Watch. And then she gets the the bands. New bands. The bands. Yeah, and the charging ports. And, like, yeah. The charging cables and ports and everything. So, it's uh, it's one of those things, like, if you can get a theme, you're, like, good for a year. It'll, like, cover Mother's oh, Day, yeah. birthday, and Christmas, if you're real smart A hundred percent. I would say another really good gift mm-hmm. is, if you can, if, you're, if your mom is someone who likes to be pampered, mm-hmm. a massage is really nice. Mm-hmm. I actually just recently got into getting them, like, once a month for myself. Mm-hmm. So that's always a really good gift, because... I don't know about you, Perry, but my mom doesn't like to spend money on anything, let alone on herself. Right, exactly. And that's kind of like the same thing you know, I was thinking of is depending on where you're at financially, like if you're like, you know, maybe an E1, E2, or you're, you're significant other's E1, E2, this might not be a, a good option, but I like to get my mom something that like is kind of like a luxury item that I know she'll never buy herself, like a Roomba or yeah. like a KitchenAid or something like that, or like a Fitbit, just... Something yeah. that, like, would make their lives easier, but there's no way they're going to spend that money on themselves. Well, you you know, even if they could spend it, they wouldn't want to because they would see it, they could spend it somewhere else. Or they can okay. spend it on you for come Christmas. Or if you have, or if they have grandkids, mm-hmm. they're going to want to spend it on their grandkids. Right. Or at least, in theory, some people like to do that. I could be right. totally wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then the last thing is either a gift card for a restaurant or there was one year, I think it was my mom's birthday, now that I think about it. Um, there's this really great restaurant um, from like where I used to live. And I don't know if they have gift cards, but I called the restaurant from Germany and I was like, hey, if I just like give you my credit card number, can you just like... Like, my parents are going to come in this day. Can you just charge everything to my, you know, my credit card and then give yourself a 20% tip? And they're like, yeah, sure, no problem. So. Wow. And they love that. My mom still talks about it. She's like, yeah, that was a great meal and da-da-da. Because it's nice you can go in, eat whatever you want. And I told them. Like, I told the owner to tell the wait staff, like, you need, they need to order appetizers and they need to order dessert. Like, don't let them leave until they've spent $200. Like, I think that's a really good idea because that's something like that's crossed my mind because there's a pizza place in our hometown, which my mom loves. And every time we've ever come home, which by the way, a great gift you could always take if you are in a good financial position, depending on where you live, mm-hmm. surprise your parents. Yes. And that's actually one thing. It actually just made me think years ago, many, many years ago, back when we were still in Germany, I went home because of the family emergency. So I happened to be home in that time frame for Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And I did not tell my mom that Sean was flying in. And I remember we were outside and, you know, obviously we're, we have a rental car. So she didn't recognize the car and a car pulls up. And my mom's like, is that my, is, 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 is that my son maybe? Like, did the group home get a new car? Who, who knows? And then I was like, I don't know, mom, you should really go investigate that. Because I knew, I knew that was my husband. Uh-huh. And she comes down the stairs and swings around and my husband popped out of the car and she just started bawling, uh-huh. like full blown, like, oh my God like freaking out i bet you the whole neighborhood heard her oh i'm sure i just remember her just letting out this god-awful oh my god like high pitch tears everywhere and freaking out yeah so you know fun memories like that they love that they love spending time with you they're like obsessed with you yes oh my god 
All right, well, let's wrap it up, guys. Um, I love that we did this bonus episode. Let's just keep an eye out for more bonus episodes in the future. Now that Shay and I have really gotten ourselves rolling, I think we're trying to put out some fun, different stuff for you guys. Yes. So hang tight. Do you want to wish any, like, bonus moms a happy Mother's Day while we're here? Oh, my God. There is some... I, I'm trying to think because we really don't like to name drop. I was going to name drop. I was going to name drop some first names. <laughs> Okay, you go for it then. You, I'll let you go first then. Okay, I'm gonna name drop. A, there's like three Debs in my life that helped raise me. I gotta, I gotta hit them up. My mother-in-law Kelly. I gotta give you a shout out. Even though your son does not eat vegetables, I still appreciate all the work you put into him. Um, and then also Mama Sheila, R.I.P. She was such an important part of my teenage life. So. All right. Well, I guess obviously beside like my mom being, you know, amazing, I definitely had like a second mom growing up, which ironically, she was another New Yorker as well. <laughs> she is basically my second mom and I, I love her. I miss her. There's definitely times that like I miss just literally having a cup of coffee in her living room, just talking with her and my mom, you know, because that's things we used to do before we left. But um, I guess I'd probably, I mean, like I have a pretty bomb mother-in-law. Yeah. Like she's really, she's really chill. But I guess, like, I don't know, I have, I just have some really strong women in my life, and that's even, like, some other, like, male spouses that I know that are moms, like, when everything with COVID started hitting and kids were being homeschooled, like, they would tell me, like, yeah, I'm homeschooling my kids just out of their safety and ours, and da, da, da. and I'm like, you're doing something that I couldn't even fathom yeah. right now. Like, my hat's off to all of you moms out there. Happy Mother's yeah. Day, not even to our moms, but Happy to you Mother's all Day. that have kids. And if you don't have a great relationship with your mom, you don't need her. You're amazing as you are, just so everyone knows. I have some friends that don't have relationships with some of their parents at all, and that's okay. Like, yeah. I hate to say this, guess what? It's their loss at the end of the day, not yours. And don't ever, I don't know how much I can say this. Don't blame yourself. Right. Because they suck. Yes. I got emotional. <laughs> it's okay. Sometimes parents suck, and it's hard for kids, but just remember you're enough, and you're good, and there's nothing wrong with you, and... You are more than enough. Yeah. And if You're you want to be a parent enough. one day, or you are a parent, just know that just because you had a crappy parent doesn't mean you're going to be a crappy parent either. Either way, anyway. I love all you mamas out there. You all are doing great. You're keeping your kids alive. That's <laughs> that's a fee in its own. <laughs> parent and I are just very lucky with the parents that we have, or at least mothers in our lives that are phenomenal. Yes. So thank you everyone for tuning in on our bonus episode. Please, if you have the time and the willpower, Go give us a uh, review on Apple if you're an Apple listener. We have a majority of our listeners from Apple. Please don't forget to drop a like or even comment on our Instagram. You guys have an awesome day and happy Mother's happy Day. Happy Mother's Day. Bye. Bye.